the Gemara Mendesim and Aleph on the bottom says, Hadyudeh Lifres Kapov, a child who's old enough that he knows how to you know, raise out his hands <coughs> for Berchas Kayanim, Chalkin Lai Truma Vaves Hagronis. You're allowed to divvy out Truma to him at the, on the threshing floor. The halach is you're only allowed to uh, divvy out the Truma to someone who is established as a Kayan. And once he's able to do Dochening, so it's now public knowledge that he's a Kayan, and you can give him the Truma in the storage house. The Gemara continues, on Mendez, on Mendez, a child who knows how to shecht, you're allowed to eat from his shechita. Amr of Huna, Huna says, that's only if there's an adult standing over him, ensuring that he's doing it properly. The Brisa continues, on a child who's old enough to eat a kezayis, the size of an olive of grains, <clears throat> then you have to distance from his excrements and urine for Amis before saying Dvar Torah, Dvar Halacha, learning or saying davening. Omer of Chista explains and elaborates on this Halacha. That's only if the child is able to eat the size of a kezayis of grains within the time of eating a chilas pras, which is between two and nine minutes. Amr Rechiyah Bereder of Yeva, Rechiyah Bereder of Yeva adds, Ubegadol, and by an older child, some of Farshim said this means a two-year-old, even though he's not able to eat the prescribed amount of food in the prescribed amount of time, um, still you have to Distance yourself from the urine and excrement for Amis. Dechsid, as it's written in the Pasuk, in Kohelas, for Yosef Das, Yosef Machid. When one has more knowledge, the more they will have more um, filth, more uh, spoilage, so to speak. And at that age, even though this particular child is not able to eat the amount of food in the, in the time period, a lot of it, nevertheless, you have to distance from it. The Brisa continues, a child who's able to eat, or a person who's able to eat, um, a kezayis of roasted meat, you can shech the carbon pesach, um, with him being, um, I guess, counted amongst those who are eating this carbon pesach. Like it says in the Pesach, each person according to the way he could eat, is achilas kezayis. Rabbi Yehuda says, until he's able to um, divide up, so to speak, the eating. Ketzad, how is this so? Noisen leitzrar, you give him a stone, vizarkai, and he throws it away, realizing that it's not food. Ego is v'noitloi, and he sees a nut, and he eats it. Meaning he realizes the difference between a nut and a stone, so then that he's old enough to discern, and you um, you can include him on the... Uh, Karvan Pesach. Okay, Hajjan Allah, Lulava Gazel, at the end of Parak Lulava Gazel, Dr. Mishnah, Lulava Rava, the mitzvah of Lulav, and the mitzvah of Arava, which we go around the Mizbeach, in the Beisah Migdosh, or stand it up next to the Mizbeach. Today we have the Hishanis, that's what it's referring to, Shisha Vashiv. So sometimes it will be six days, and sometimes it will be seven days, as the Mishnah will explain. Hahalva Simcha, the mitzvah, to recite the complete halal in the mitzvah of Simcha and Yamtiv, Shmoina, that's eight days, meaning the seven days of Sukkot and the one day of Shmini Atzeros.
Sukkah of Nisach HaMayim, the Mitzvah to sit in the Sukkah in the Mitzvah of Nisach HaMayim, the water libations on the Mitzvah, Shiva that seven days, and HaChalil, the flute, referring to the flute that they will play and the instruments that they will play by the Simchas Pesach HaEvel, Chamisha Veshisha, that was either five or six days, as will be explained um, actually in the next parak. So Zok the Mishnah, Lulav Shiva Ketan, how do you have Lulav seven days? Zok the Mishnah, Yom Tif Arijan Shal Chag, Shechol Yez the first day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos, Lulav Shiva then, the Lulav will be taken all seven days, because on the first day of Yom Tif, even if it's Shabbos, the Halach is, you shake Lulav, the other days, it's not Doich Shabbos. V'Shar Kalayom, but if the first, if the um, first day of Sukkot falls out on any other day, Meaning, besides Shabbos, Shisha, then it's going to be six days because you have um, the first day of Yom Tov, whenever it is, let's say, a Tuesday. But then Shabbos comes along, it's Cholamoid, you don't shake Lul of them. Therefore, it's only taken on six days. Arova Shiva Ketan, how do you have Arova for seven days? Yoyma Shvi Shal Arova, the seventh day of the Arova, meaning Hashanah Rabo, Shecholia is Shabbos that comes out on Shabbos. So then Arova Shiva, then it's going to be that Arova is taken seven days because it's Doich Shabbos on the seventh day. Bishar Kalayom. If Hashan and Rava fell out on any other day besides Shabbos, Shisha, then it's going to be six days that we do the mitzvah of Arova. And the Gemara was going to explain the reasons for why it's the seventh day, etc. Talk to Mishnah, mitzvahs, lulav, ketzav. Now, just in general, what's the mitzvah of lulav, how was it done? Yom Tif, Arish, and Shulchag, the first day of Sukkot, Shecholi, as Shabbos, the falls out on Shabbos. Malichin as and laharabais. Everyone from Klal Yisrael, would bring their lulavim to the harabayas before Shabbos, and the gaboyim would receive the lulavim from everyone that would come, and they would um, lay it out, arrange it on the benches in the, on the harabayas, outside the hazakanim, but the elders who were afraid to get jostled around get pushed around to come to Sakana. Um, when doing that, they would manichin eshalahen, they would place theirs in lishka. They would place theirs in a lishka, in one of the chambers in the Beis HaMikdash. And the Bezin would teach Klal Yisrael to say, anyone that reaches, that my lulav reaches his hand, meaning tomorrow when we're going to come back and there's so many people and no one's going to be able to find their own. So the Bezin taught everyone to say, anyone who finds my lulav, it should be his as a present. Because you have to, on the first day of Yom Tov, it has to belong to you. The Mokhar, the next day, says the Mishnah, they will get up early and come. And the Gaboyim would throw it down in front of them. Not B'derech Zilzel, probably more B'derech just to be able to put it down and run. Because as we'll see, as we see, and they would push and hit each other. To get the lulavim, and when Bezin saw that it came to danger, Hiskinu they instituted that if the first day of Yom Tif was Shabbos, that they were not able to bring it on on Shabbos because of carrying, so then everyone should take it in their house. Now the question is, if everyone was made such a condition that whoever finds their lulav is going to belong to them as a present, then whatever lulav they get is now theirs because of what the original owner of the lulav said, so why were they pushing and shoving to get the, lula, the, the lulavim? There's enough for everyone. So, two answers that I saw, one from the Ne'iri. Ne'iri says um, that 
people were concerned that maybe the person whose lulav I'm taking, I end up taking, didn't really, wasn't makne properly, and therefore it's not going to belong to me, I'm not going to be yaitza the mitzvah of taking lulav. Therefore they would try, even though they said that condition, they would still try to find their own. Rabbi David Goldberger, the Rashiva of Tells in Cleveland, Avaidas David, he says a different territory, he says that maybe Fakarit. It was so good. Everyone knew now, everyone was makne. They will love him to whoever found it. So therefore now it's open season. Now I could I could take the the nicest Lulav that I find. So even if I personally, when I got my Lulav, it wasn't such a beautiful Lulav. Now maybe I'll find someone's Lulav that's ten times nicer than mine. So therefore they were pushing Shaf to get the best that they can from it, and obviously it was with the, with the intention of the mitzvah, but Chazal says it's coming to Sakana, and therefore they uh, instituted they should take it in their homes.